This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. You know, a lot of people have been asking me to get like artists outside of what I do. Why am I here? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I don't do what you fucking do, man. Let me show you what I draw. <laughs> Let me show you what I paint. I don't want to see it. Shit looks like death. <laughs> All right. We got a couple of special guests and one extra special guest that I wasn't expecting, right? So we have Tommy Lynn and Balloonski. Um, What's up, yo? What uh how did you guys uh, get to meet each other? Uh, I, how do we meet? Um, we met through our mutual friends. Uh, there's a collective called Bloody Gums. They're a, a, a Skid Row LA art collective in downtown LA. And um, Skid Row. Yeah, we call well, they they they're in Skid Rokio. Skid Rokio. Yeah, we're, we're kind of from the grand core. Um, uh, Balunsky, he is known for making really cool art balloon installations and uh, I don't know we just vibe you know he was a fellow kind of degenerate drinker yeah, and, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we started drinking whiskey right off the bat and I yeah. think that's what kicked it all yeah, off yeah first time I met him he had a bottle of Jamo I was like oh I was like, oh, are you Korean, dude? Yeah. <laughs> he just came back from Korea, too. Oh, really? First what are you doing time? in Korea? Uh, doing some art for a, a establishment or a, a festival called Pow Wow and they do it all over the world and there's one in Korea and it was in Seoul this year that's amazing. It was really amazing. Blew my mind. I'm going to go back like right now. See, this is this is like um this is something like somebody who doesn't do what you guys do. It's hard for me to wrap my head around it, right? In terms of not so much as the business aspect, but how do you how did you guys start developing your own style, right? Only because I I asked this because in Specifically when it comes to art, whether mm-hmm. it's what you guys do in this type of realm or not, it's, it's hard to really create your individual style and not have it look like somebody else's. I mean, people get influenced by other artists, sure. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's going to be a certain part in your career or you know, with your art that it'll have to evolve out of that and it becomes your own thing. Yeah. So how, how did you guys get that to that point? I mean, it's just like uh, it's just like you. Like, how did you develop your own style of what you do? You know what I mean? It's like it, it's like shit that we grew up with. Um, I, I studied a lot of art history too. You know, so art history and uh, trial and error. You know, and then I like for me, one of the biggest moments was like, oh, I should I should paint stuff that I would hang in my own house. Like, I never even mm. thought about that. You know what I mean? Because uh, I, I used, I, you know, I, like, just like everybody, I, I love a lot of different things. And then um, it's just kind of just knowing the history and practicing and doing all this stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think there was... And, uh, uh, and alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, you start from the moment you start with your craft. Like, whenever that is, Tommy's been drawing probably his whole life. I've been doing balloons for, like, eight or nine years, but I think... The moment that I took it, because it, like you're saying, it, it's your own perspective in that. 
the moment you take it and start running with it and doing what you want, like he was saying, painting for himself, doing what you think is cool. I think that's the break. And for me personally, it's like balloon art is usually just clowns and yeah. kids' birthday parties. But I started to make other different things. You know, if you make like a gun with a balloon or like a sword with a balloon, it's kind of this extra like... I'm thinking sharp or dangerous object made out of something that can't hurt you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and just kind of that mindset to other things. I started doing street installations, which don't last for shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But if you get to see it while it's there, it's dope. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the moment. And also getting a picture for Instagram. Yeah. What I like about uh, Balunsky and, and my stuff, um, I, you know, I do a lot of murals yeah. uh, for people that don't know who I am. I paint. Um, I'm a painter. Uh, I travel around a lot and paint buildings and murals and stuff, but I like that form of art because it's for everybody. Mm. You don't have to go to a fancy gallery. You don't have to like drink cheese and wine or eat cheese and wine and shit. Like, yeah, you can. It's it's for you can be like a little kid to like a I don't know some art connoisseur to like some bum in the street and you're like you walk and you're like oh shit what is this and you know like it's like it, some people react to it some people don't and same thing with his stuff he, he makes balloons and. A lot of times he puts it in the public somewhere and it's, it just brings joy or some people are like, okay, whatever. You yeah. Know? So it's like kind of like for everybody. I like that. Would you guys consider your, is it, is what you guys do considered street art? Is that what it is? Or what's like, what would you title it? Uh, I don't know. When I think of street art, I think of like a graffiti artist. You yeah. Know? And I used to do a little bit of that when I was younger, but, um, that's a hard question. I'm just like art. It's art, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, I would say the same thing, yeah. art in general, but it's a term now. Street art is a term, hmm. and we put our stuff on the street. So, yeah, let's just embrace it. Like, people can hate on that name. Like, oh, McGrath, dude, like, street art's whack. Like, you're you're not doing shit. It's like, man, how many walls do you have compared to some of the, the people that are talking shit about that name, street art? You know hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you're working. We're working. We're all just trying to put our our brand out, quote unquote, you know? So I don't see any problem with the name, although I see a bunch of backlash with it and people are definitely- Oh, really? Like in what sense? They just hate on the term street art. Like, I'm not a street artist. I'm a- Oh, is that know. not considered real art? Well, I mean, there's this whole, oh man, I just opened a can of worms right now. I'm so curious. <laughs> well, like graph heads, like dudes that just paint tags and are, are really like core to the streets. They don't, They've been doing it their whole lives. And now there's this, uh, you know, uh, a bunch of like art school kids don't know what to do with their degree. So they just start making art and put it on the street. And then they get a bunch of like, you know, they get some push out of it. You know, they start to get mm -hmm. some money or get like brands noticing them or, or, you know, getting paid to do these things off of the stuff that they did on the street. But they just kind of. They mm. hadn't been doing it for that long. They just picked up on, like, really what the graph dudes have been doing their whole life and kind mm. of adapted it to this new, like, McDonald's version. You know uh, uh, so it's kind of like they feel like, oh, you're, you're kind of stepping onto my turf without giving me the due respect. Like, you're, I'm, like, I'm stunning you, and you're trying to totally. take over what I've been doing my whole life. I think so. And that's just my personal, like, uh, what I've seen about it. I could be totally wrong. I have no fucking clue. You know, that's not just within that, though. There's everything like that. There's stuff like that with stand-up comedy. Uh, there's that same type of concept with uh, YouTube versus mm -hmm. real Hollywood actors. They mm -hmm. go, oh, your shit's not real. Like, I'm the one going into auditions. I'm doing this but then you're over here getting booked for these roles just because you have clout totally. yeah. so there that exists anywhere and i feel like 
it, the the main core problem of that, I honestly, if I were just to break it down to like the molecular level of it, break it down. Jealousy. <laughs> it's jealousy. Yeah. It's it's hate through jealousy because yeah. they feel like you are taking what I deserve. Yeah. 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 For you sure. know. Well, the the one good thing about I would say in general in art, it's like it's. I mean, it's competitive, but it's more mm-hmm. like we kind of like cheerlead for each other. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not it's not like, oh, fuck this guy. Like, he got that role. You know, it's more like this guy's doing dumb shit. He's a, he's a cool dude. Like, I wish him the best, you know? So I think, right? Don't you agree? Like, I mean, I agree yeah. with our friend group yeah. and with the people that we fucks with. But most of L.A. is like, rawr. <laughs> I wanted that. I could, you know what I'm saying? Like, every, there's a lot of hate around here, but that's why, you know, that's why we fell in with who we fell in with because everybody. Yeah, really maybe I chill. just surround myself with like good people. I'm sure there's like the ugly side to yeah. it too, totally. but um, I don't mean to go negative. I'm just saying. No, I, I, negative, I, I, I really do agree with you because I think more people are like that. Right. Yeah. You know, and whatever group that you guys found yeah. is is really awesome because yeah. some people feel that other people's success takes away from their own. Yeah. And my thing is, step your fucking game up then. Yeah. That's true. 100. You know, yeah. step your fucking game up. Yeah. And I had a conversation with a friend of mine who was an actress and she stopped talking to me for like a whole fucking year because of this. Because every time I, I had a conversation with her, she would gripe about how viners and youtubers and instagrammers oh they're getting these huge acting roles and i'm over here taking acting classes doing this mm-hmm. and they're taking what i what i worked for and i just told her i was like why does it make you feel better to bring down somebody else yeah when you're not being successful yeah you you could have done that route yeah and then you could have taken what they had but you didn't so that's a personal choice yeah like you don't i'm pretty sure they're not sitting there and talking shit about you yeah you know they're yeah. just having fun doing what they're doing you don't have to respect what they you don't, you don't have to like it but yeah. they're not doing anything that's out of their realm that's taking something away from you yeah like, right life's too short to hate you know what i mean like, yeah like to live off of hate like there's, I've seen some people that might may or may have not copied my shit too, you know. But <laughs> I'm I'm always like ten steps ahead of the game. Like I'm already working whatever yeah. they they're copying. That was like that's old shit to me. You yeah. know what I mean? So like, I I don't I don't like I don't get angry when I see that stuff. You know, I, it's just like I already know I'm I'm on another place. I'm in another area. You know what I mean? You have to because yeah, I, yeah. I think once you reach a certain level, there's a lot of young people that are going to look up after you guys. They're gonna be like. I, I want to be Tommy and Balunsky, you yeah. know? And so they can't help but imitate that shit. Them. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be uh, only yeah. if they only knew Don't be like me. A bunch of drunk <laughs> degenerates. You guys have no fucking clue. Speaking of drunk, uh, we should take a shot. Oh, let's, let's do it. Has anybody ever drank on your podcast? No, because I told you, like most people, they don't really, I know that they don't drink. A lot of them do fucking drugs, but they don't drink. <laughs> what? <laughs> Say no to drugs. <laughs> yeah, let's take a uh, shot. All right. I brought, oh, I brought a little uh, uh, Jameson uh, please sponsor us yeah. and me too <laughs> I brought, brought to you uh, by yeah brought to you by Jameson just a lot of your product <laughs> yes gets us either really happy or to beat our children Dude, I, I have to say that it really really pisses me off when I see somebody copy especially mm. some shit that I'm some shit that I'm doing or and the homies like that we just had a homie that uh they sniped his his whole groove and put it on every Taco Bell window on the west coast of this country. What? And, like, he just had to sit there and, I mean, you know, we all kind of, like, collectively agreed we're not really going to go to Taco Bell that much anymore. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, like, what else can you do? Like, there's no, there's no like, recourse. He, he's not the type to, like, copyright a design and this kind of shit. But I don't know. It's just that shit really pisses me off. But on the same time, Burke's always telling me, 
like you got to just give them that one because you got plenty more you know yeah yeah, yeah i don't care <laughs> cheers man and um david first of all thanks for having me on your podcast man like I, I've, I've been a fan of your shit for a long time, and you're crazy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you as well. I appreciate. That no, man. So like I'm, I'm all about putting on people that I respect. And number one, if like Tommy's working with you, that means already off the bat. Even if I seen your shit, I already know it's fucking dope. Like that's just <laughs> that's just how it is. Because like I, I appreciate art, and I feel like. Um, the generation that's coming up right now, yeah. that term of biting, they they don't really understand why it pisses people off. They don't understand that when you create something, right, it took years and years of experience, learning, and all this other shit to get to this point to make this one fucking thing. A lot of blood, sweat, tears, pain, crying, breaking up with girlfriends, <laughs> yeah. break up with you. And uh, in two seconds, you yeah. looked at my shit, and then you took it, and then you profited off it. I call it Xerox art. It's a copy of a copy of a copy. You yeah. know what I mean? It's never going to be the good as the first the original you know what i mean yeah and then yeah. and then everybody's response to that is that it's like just let them live i hate that phrase the fucking most because i understand it, it's, it's applicable right if people are doing their own thing and it's not hurting anybody yeah that's cool let them live stands like that mm -hmm. but when you steal somebody's life work it's not let them live you just fucking jacked everything from them you know what i mean even if it's small and they'll get better and they'll work on their own things yeah. there's 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 a repercussion to that and you're hurting other people in, in an artistic way and also a career type of way too. Mm -hmm. And you don't really think about that type of shit. So people's response to that is just, oh, well, you got to get fucking uh, inf influence from somewhere. It's like, that yeah, but not like that. <laughs> you know, it, it's different. Like I see, like, for example, let's talk about music, right? You got Usher. Mm -hmm. Usher dances and sings. You yeah, can yeah. tell a huge influence is Michael Jackson, but he's not Michael Jackson. Mm. You know? That's that's taking your influence and doing your own thing, and he becomes his own artist. Sure, you know Bruno Mars. He has like this whole new jack swing vibe or whatever. He finds, yeah. you know, it's, hello nineties. Yeah, yeah, super. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's just like I I I find that such a hard pill to swallow for me, mm -hmm. and I don't I don't I don't like it. I want people to evolve and, and do their own fucking things. Well, this whole generation is like nostalgia. Everything's yeah, yeah, nostalgia, yeah. dude. Like I don't need to see a remix of fucking Care Bears or whatever the fuck they're doing. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I, I I need some original stuff, man. Like you know, like yeah. I mean, like, I'm not gonna lie. I like, I like Star Wars and that kind of, kind of stuff, but like, where's the original ideas? Yeah, you know. Well, you said you started doing your 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 balloon art only eight years ago. That's relatively fucking recent. Yeah, it's not very long, but I've spent so much time doing it now. It's almost like a fucking lifetime. So, what were you doing prior to that that made you just want to switch over to doing balloon art? Um. That's just fucking unique as hell. Playing punk rock and selling weed. <laughs> oh That's God. like a type. <laughs> like, yeah, and I was moving to Miami from the smaller town in Florida because uh, my chick had got this job with uh, Estee Lauder. It was like this awesome job. Like, yeah, this is, yeah. This is the one. So I had to figure out a way to make some quick cash. And uh, I started making balloons. And really weird i don't know i was good at it or whatever so i just ran with it and smoked way more weed i got all these crazy <laughs> ideas about making some stuff and basil was there so i started kind of getting into the art world a little bit then i moved to la after uh, my ex and i broke up and i've just been pushing it ever since so i don't really it seems like a short time and when you say eight years you know tommy's been doing it for 50 times that long you know what i'm saying whoa, 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 whoa. Not, <laughs> i swear to god this guy's whoa, 300 whoa, whoa, bro whoa, whoa. 
he's got the knowledge, dude. That like I am Confucius, <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, it's just a lot of time and effort put into it. You know that uh, that it's just I don't know passion, dedication. I have this idea that it can go everywhere. Mm. And balloons offer access. Like I'm not painting a wall or I'm not destroying something, so I can attach balloons to anything. Oh shit! I didn't you even know think what that. I'm saying so I can get onto a Ferris wheel and put all kinds of crazy shit, and it's yeah. not going to hurt it. You know? I, I think that we're all three of us are similar in a sense where we have a, I don't know, we we we, we have a thing that that makes us happy or whatever, and we just do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. There, there wasn't there wasn't like a guideline for us to like, oh, yeah. How do I get here to? We just fucking was ourselves and just did yeah. did stuff. Follow the path. That you know almost what I mean? Like lays itself out in front of you, man. Yeah, yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Purple. If you haven't heard of Purple, you're probably not getting a good night's sleep. My whole life, I have been searching for the best mattress to caress my supple, supple Korean beautiful body. And Purple Mattress has been the only company, only, to have matched my body suppleness. Is that even a phrase? I bet you it isn't, but Purple is the spot for you, son. I'm talking about this mattress is soft and firm at the same time. It's just right. It's just right right just right for me just right for my back and i know a lot of you out there have been sleeping in pain because you've been sleeping on those springy box mattress type of stuff and you have been fooled and misled your whole life purple mattress actually was developed by rocket scientists so it has like rocket science technology in it so you guys already know that it's going to feel great probably the best sleep i've ever had in my life ever since i've had a purple mattress so my friends you're going to love purple and right now my listeners will get a free purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress that's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text BRAIN to 84-888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text BRAIN to 84-888. That's B-R-A-I-N to 84-888. Like I've never, I've almost never had a job in my life. You know, yeah. I've always like been self uh employed. <laughs> it sounds, <laughs> sounds a little shady, but you, you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Dude, I've worked a bunch of restaurant jobs and shit. That shit oh, sucks, bro. That. I can't find you. I'd spit on motherfuckers' food. No, no, no. Because you don't want to get spit on, but, you know, washing them dishes. That was my first job. I got. I was washing dishes at this little barbecue place on an island in Florida. I got fired. The day, because I tried to mix, I was cleaning the floor. I tried to mix bleach and ammonia together. Oh, shit. it was going to fucking clean the floor. <laughs> That's fucking funny. You're like, I'm going to get this shit extra clean. Yo. <laughs> and they were like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I'm then you just smoke. make them a balloon and just strap it down. <laughs> You're like, you look what I could do. <laughs> shit. I didn't know then. But if I did, if I did, I could get a, got out of so much trouble I was getting myself into. So you worked at, so you did a lot of like uh, random gigs before like you really found... Your, your yeah, just like job stuff. Yeah, There's a bunch of restaurants. I I did. Uh, I worked at a grocery store. Um, I worked as a computer programmer. That didn't last long. I started doing advertising. computer Wait. programmer. Wait, yeah, you, I was you know how to computer. You know how to circuit board. That's yeah. crazy, dude. <laughs> I tried. I tried to learn a language, but that shit's like so. I don't know. Dude, learning That's... a language is the fucking. So my my fiance speaks four languages fluently. What? Wow. Yeah. Really? So she speaks uh, Mandarin, Korean, English, and Japanese, and she can read and write in all of them. 
Whoa. Yeah. She's CIA. She's, <laughs> she's CIA, some. Bro. She's some crazy. Yeah, you would think, but she does a lot of dumb shit too. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, congratulations, by the way. Oh, kidding. thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love her to death, but man, I mean, she could. She has more dumb stories about me than her. But, uh. but it's, like I always am amazed at her ability to absorb languages so fucking well. It throws me off because we went to Taiwan. She was just talking to everybody, having a good time. Like 100% fluent, all, all those things. It, it got a lot worse, but yeah. she, her, I can speak Korean, but her Taiwanese and her Korean and Japanese is better than how I can speak Korean. And my Korean's like not bad. So, and she could read and write and everything, wow. which is, well, how the fuck? You wow. know what I mean? You're supposed to read it and write it first, though, right? Before you can, before you go and speak. Yeah, it. she she took classes and courses. So she lived in Taiwan for I think about a year and a half to two years, and then she went there just to learn the language and the culture. And wow. then she lived in Japan for a little bit and picked up J Japanese over there. And she learned in the states as well. And so when we go back, when we, whenever I go to Japan, I'm like, I'm just have her in front of me all the time. <laughs> That's what Japanese sound like to me anyways. Yeah, <laughs> until they get drunk. Yeah. And then so if I go to Korea too, I mean, I get around Korea fine, but her Korean's way better than mine. Yeah. Damn, but she's like a language ninja. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's That's fun. dope. Damn. Yeah. Is she a teacher or something too, or she, has she ever taught a language? Or? I mean, she she teaches like her coworkers Japanese all the time. They have like this uh, Japanese lesson thing during lunch that she teaches everybody Japanese and shit. Wow. Yeah, she's she's she really talented. amazing, bro. Yeah, man, she's fucking psycho. Like she's <laughs> <laughs> Korean. <laughs> you know, it's interesting too. When somebody learns four languages, you realize that you're kind of like a master of none. So you you're you're the rules kind of bend and they mix with different languages. Mm -hmm. So sometimes she'll say some shit in English, which kind of doesn't make sense, but I know yeah. it'll make sense in another language. So, and she goes, ah, oh, my oh. English isn't that great. I'm like, listen, your English is perfectly fine. You mess up here and there, but I'd rather know English to a 90% capacity and then know the other languages at another 60 than just to know English a hundred percent. Yeah. Fuck that. You know? <sighs> So I always tell her that, like, fuck all the, you, you know, you mix up a few words here and there, dude. Who cares? Like, your English, nobody would ever know that you that your English isn't perfect. It's just stuff that bothers you a bit. Wait, is she from here? Is she from America? She is from here. So she went to international school in Korea as well. So she went okay. back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. But she's, she was a wanderlust. She wanted to travel. And when she really does something, she goes uh, all in, like, balls to the wall. Okay. So she went to Taiwan, and she just went to international school there, or yeah. English school, and then she learned the language, and she lived there for a couple of years. She was yeah. biking around. And so when she goes back, she has people that still remember her when she lived there, like, six, seven years ago. Wow. Yeah, so we go back, and it's, 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 it's like her second home. It's fucking amazing. That's pretty wow, crazy. I think you got a good one, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. She's she's great, man. Like I, her? <laughs> I know. I had to do something to keep her around, man. She was with me when I was like 270, 80 pounds, man. And she thought I was cute then. I was like, that's a good woman, dude. Oh. Yeah. I was just like That's when you know it's a keeper, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hold on, man. I gotta hold on to that one. I had yeah. diarrhea every day. And she was just like, nah, it's just poop. You know? <laughs> Yeah. So wait, what, you lost a bunch of weight recently? or like? Yeah, I lost uh, 60 pounds. Damn. 60 pounds? Holy 60 pounds, man. Shit, what do you man? attribute that to? Uh, what drugs I, are you on? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was on a shit ton of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it was for me? Yeah. Um, I just got tired of feeling sick. You know, uh, sure. I think that once... You know, once you move past 30 or you're in the 30 range, I didn't real. you know, I just thought, I was like, I'm, I'm in my 20s, I'm whatever, I'm good. Yeah. And then my knees started to hurt. I started getting heartburn all the fucking time. And to the point where having heartburn was just normal. I'm like, that's just, 
everybody gets heartburn, right? Everybody just wakes up and just throws a fucking stomach acid every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I got heartburn every day. And then, you know, like I shit you not, like diarrhea was like three or four times a week. And I'm like, Psh, that's just poop, you know? <laughs> and then, you know, skin skin was getting bad. I, I couldn't sleep very well. Uh, I, had, I started getting sleep apnea again. And then, you know, you, you kind of you kind of normalize all these bad things that are happening to you. And you just say, oh, I'm, you know, I don't care about being fat. I'm happy. Right. And I should you not like I didn't know I was fat. I say it all the time on this podcast. I'm pretty sure people are tired of hearing it, but I just kind of lived in ignorance. And then uh, one thing that you can't ignore is health problems. Right. Having like acid reflux constantly, you know, that's that's from being fat. Yeah. Acid reflux. Yeah. Just poor poor diet choices too. you know, not knowing what you're eating. Yeah. uh, Having like irregular bowel movements, Uh like having your weird shit. Yeah. And then um, I just got sick of feeling sick. I was like, this is weird. You know what I mean? Like, change your life a little bit, man. Like, what you put in your body is very important. Now, mind you, I fucking, I, I do a traveling food show. I eat what I want to eat. For me to lose an extra 30 pounds, which would make me, like, really fit, and I'm not willing to do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm willing, I'm happy the way I am right now. 60 yeah. pounds. No, you, look, I, you look good, man. I got, yeah. like, this little here, little package here. Yeah. I'm good. The to-go you know? box. <laughs> yeah. Dad bod's on right now. Yeah, wow. man. Like, I'm good, dude. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get caught in a snowstorm. I need some reserves. <laughs> you know, so like I, I got, I, I just decided to be a little healthier. I started walking every day because that's like the lowest impact thing that I could do. Walking is dope. Like we, I live in downtown. It's, it's like, it's, it's just, we just walk. And know? it's good just to yeah. get your mind off of shit. Just fucking walk sometimes. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Right. yeah so yeah. I did that. And then in the first month, I lost like maybe one pound just from walking a mile a day. And then from that first month, now that I set that habit of knowing I could walk every day, seven days a week, mm-hmm. I started changing my diet. I did research about what foods are good for you. And then I started changing my diet a bit. And that second month, I lost like 13 pounds. Wow. And then after that, I just started slowly doing... Now I'm at a point if I want to lose the extra 30 pounds, it's actually really hard. I can't just do the walking every day and then eat what I want. Yeah. And then, the, yeah, that's when it gets serious. You got to like... Yeah. L- no sugar, like all that kind of stuff. Right? Yeah, but yeah. I always tell people to, you know, be healthy to the point where you can maintain that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. If you, like, you want a six pack, like fucking, you know, every day for the rest of the year, you best believe you're going to eat the shittiest food all the time in terms of taste wise. Mm. Like, do you want that life? Mm. Or do you want to just be, you know, physically healthy? You lost a lot of weight, but you still got a little fluff here and there. You might have a little bicep. But then you still get to eat your normal foods. A little bicep. I got a little bicep. You know, my bicep yeah. is like a centimeter bigger than my forearms. I'm yeah. happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, I'm learning to like balance like lifestyle and food. I want to still be able to eat my late night tacos and stuff. I just don't eat it fucking three times a day. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I want to eat burgers. I don't yeah. eat it every day. Yeah. You know, I, I eat that shit once a day. So, then, so you eat what you want to eat, but less, way less. Yeah. And I don't, I don't eat myself to the point where I feel like killing myself. I would eat as if I'm going to the electric chair the next day. Like that's wow. how I would eat. YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's some it's on some crazy shit. Yeah, like people yeah, yeah. are like, yo, you like, do you ever take like leftovers home? I'm like, what's that? I'm like, what's leftovers, bro? Yeah. Like, there is nothing there. Like, <laughs> oh, like people would come out to clean the table, and then it looks like they just left. They don't even have to wash the dishes because it's already clean. They <laughs> just like, put it back in the rack. <laughs> like, did you lick the plate, you fucking fat fuck? <laughs> so what was it like? What what was the draw to food? Was it the taste? Were you addicted to taste? Because I feel this like in myself personally. I'm I'm a little overweight, so. Yeah, and, I, and I, I've thought about this like, fuck it, like I'm happy as fuck. Yeah, like it don't even matter. Yeah, but like I, I've thought about the molecular process of that. Yeah, and like 
am I addicted to taste? Does the taste take away the voices or whatever? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, let me tell you something real quick. Like you, I, I have this thing where uh, I didn't really equate it to this part of my life, but I don't like some some other fucking substance to control my life. Like, yeah, I'll if I want to eat, I should eat when I want to eat. Like, food shouldn't beckon me and tell me to be its bitch. And that's what food does does to me, right? That first week, I was the crankiest motherfucker on earth. Like, I lived with roommates at the time. I call it, I call it mangry. Yeah, <laughs> dog. Yeah. I'm talking about my roommate one time. He came down, right? He goes, hey, bro, it's like, you want to you wanna go for a walk? I was like, I want to go fucking walk with you, you fat fuck. <laughs> and he was just like, damn, bro, I just want to spend some time with you. What's wrong with you? I was like, oh, shit, I, I might be a little irritated. <laughs> you know? And it's because we're addicted to high carb and high fat. That food. These are highly addictive foods. Sure. Like, there have been yeah, scientific yeah, yeah. studies to show that sugars and high carbohydrates are way more addictive than nicotine. And that's what it is. We go through these withdrawals if we don't have our high fat, high carb yeah. foods. And then I started treating it more like, oh, I'm a fucking drug addict, dude. Yeah, like, for sure. Wh- what kind of shit is this? Like, what is what is the purpose of food? Yeah, yeah, it's for camaraderie and social stuff too. But it's in, the ultimate goal is to nourish your body. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm doing it in excess. Yeah, yeah. So well, it's like I got this car and I'm filling it to E. Plus another gallon. Yeah. What, what were you eating the most? Like what kind of food? Tacos, fool. Hey, Holmes. Hey, 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 shout out Leo's. Palabra, Pecas. Shout out Pecas. Yeah, man. I would eat at this joint called Avenue 26 Tacos. Dollar Tacos, right? Is so that Highland Park? The Where's best. That? Yeah. Um, Highland Park. Not in the Highland Park. Uh, fucking. Uh, where's that one? Lincoln Heights. Oh, Lincoln Heights. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. Avenue 26 Tacos. Literally yeah. on Avenue 26, right? Yeah. I blew that spot up because I shouted them out so much. <laughs> and then... Um, yeah, I just ate there every fucking night. And the reason why I don't go back now is yeah. because they're a dollar and I can't control myself. Uh, like I have, it's, it's impossible to eat one taco. Impossible, man. It's like telling a nope. fucking crack addict just to have a single rock. Who the fuck eats one taco? Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't trust you if you eat one taco. Them little yeah. tiny tacos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dog, I'm tell- and they got those tiny tacos, <laughs> but they're a dollar yeah. each. And you get six and you're fucking good, right? Yeah. But I like them so much, I'll get like seven or eight. And then I go home heartburn and I'm ready to kill myself and so so like that's that's not funny yeah (laughs) it is funny though (laughs) Uh, yeah and so (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's get another shot come on bartender let's go it's right there next to your blue leg yeah, but I, I fucking love Me- you know people don't understand in Cali Mexican food is where it's at, dude. Hey, fool, like we from fucking LA, fool. Like, yeah, we love them tacos, fool. Yeah, yeah, people, people, you know when I go to these shows too, sometimes out of state, and they're just like, "Yo, let me take you to this bomb ass Mexican spot." I'm like, "No, I don't want to go to your Mexican spot in Missouri." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I don't think you understand. I live in fucking LA. You tell me you gonna be some East LA taco spots, bro? Yeah, I don't think so. Is man. there any cockroaches walking around the ground? No, yeah, dude, no, it's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like all your fucking people that work at your Mexican restaurant are, are fucking Mexican and they don't speak Spanish. Yeah. I don't want that shit, dude. <laughs> and I want somebody's abuela to fucking have the recipe to that shit still. Oh, abuelita, <laughs> man. Cheers. Hey, cheers, cheers guys. Right. Fucking combe, bro. Combe. Fucking life right Shiva. here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I picked that up. That's tight. I fucking love it when white people pick up other cultures, man. Dude, this guy will not stop talking about Korea. I can't. He, stop. This is his first time in Korea. Oh my god, so many <laughs> beautiful angels. I, mean, oh. I don't blame you. I fucking love Korea. But you know, you know, some people got issues with you know. I mean, I think we're in this weird state where they're like, oh, like white people, they're trying to take our. Co-. My shit is this, man. As long as like it's like anything, as long as there's like due respect and they like it a lot, 
what the fuck's the problem? You live in America, man. Like this is, yeah. it's mixing of all cultures, dude. Like if, a, like for example, I heard you say sheep, I'm like that's tight. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that shit. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's all about somebody enjoying your culture, right? This podcast is brought to you by Skillshare. You guys know when it comes to lifelong learning, I am a pro pro advocate of lifelong learning. Now, if you've learned in a traditional sense of learning in terms of school, you know that sometimes you want to learn on your own pace. And sometimes when you're doing traditional education stuff, you're not learning the things that you want to learn. Well, Skillshare has your back, baby. Thousands and hundreds of thousands of online courses that can help bolster and help you on your journey to lifelong learning. If there's hobbies out there, is there something that you want to pursue, that you want to learn, and you don't even know where to start, but you know that there's a plethora of information out there, well, guess what? That information is on Skillshare. Me specifically, I've been using it for photography. I have definitely been brushing up on my photography skills, specifically when it comes to lighting, because we all know that when it comes to photography, lighting is key. No pun intended. That's a photography joke in your face. But yeah, uh, Skillshare has helped me out a lot, and I'm always about learning at my own pace because sometimes, especially because I've been to college, I've done all that stuff that uh, I actually prefer learning courses that caters to the way that I want to learn at the time and the pace that I want to learn it at, and that's where Skillshare has your back baby boy and baby girl. So join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering Genius Brain listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash brain. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash brain to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash brain. And, you know, there was, like, issues where people talked about, you know, oh, like, when white people go to Japan, they're over here wearing kimonos. Motherfucker, you don't even know. When you go to Japan, it's such a tourist country. Japanese people are very welcoming. They like it when you wear, like, their cultural stuff. Yeah. Their biggest export is culture shit. Even Hawaii. It's the biggest export that they have. For sure. You know? And so, remember when that, there was this article where this girl was wearing, white girl was wearing this, like, Chinese-style dress, right? She was pretty as hell. It was for a prom. And this guy was like, you don't get to wear my culture, blah, 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 blah. But people in China were like, she looks good. What's your problem? (laughs) You know? But it was this one Chinese-American dude, which, by the way, on his Twitter, they went through his archives. And he was dropping N-bombs. Like, I'm talking about with a hard R throughout his whole thing. It's like, yo, where's your moral ground, bro? Fuck out of here. Shut the fuck. Everybody just wants to be upset about shit all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? My shit is like, you wearing it and you look good? That's fine. It's not like she's over here taping her fucking eyes back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... Why are we, I don't know I I don't get it's very like we we grew up with a lot of racism you yeah know what I mean? but it's very PC now I think it's like a little too extreme of that yeah you know I mean? like we we need to be able to like laugh about each other because. Yeah, let's, let's keep it real. We we make fun of each other <laughs> yeah. when the cameras are off. You know, what you mean? know like, and, yeah. and I give like due respect. There's a lot of issues with that with food. Like I went to a, this uh, food festival and there was this I forgot what her name was, but it was this you know really sweet white lady and she made this dan dan noodle dish. And dan dan noodles is like this peanut sesame sauce cold God. or hot noodle, fucking bomb as hell, right? She goes, seven hard off. <laughs> yeah, so she's like, yo, like I made this dan dan noodles, it's delicious. You know, she's dressing it up for me, and in my mind, I saw it. I'm like. Bitch, I ain't Dan Dan noodles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I ate it, and it tasted good. It wasn't Dan Dan noodles, though. It was like sesame noodles or some shit, like sesame oil noodles. Okay. You know, and I'm okay with her trying to put her own spin on it, you know? 
and I'm I, like I said, I, I said on the camera too. I was like, this is good, but she shouldn't call it Dan Dan noodles because it's not Dan Dan noodles at all. Daniel just, Daniel noodles. It's just <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Daniel noodles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very it's it was a it's just Asian tasting noodles that yeah, taste yeah. really great. Yeah. She fucked up on the noodles. She fucked up on the sauce. Yeah. Uh, the 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 garnishes were great. Yeah. You know, but I'm okay with saying that the dish tasted good. Yeah. It was still an Asian dish. It just yeah, wasn't yeah. Dan Dan noodles. That's all. Yeah. You rip the sign down and run away right after that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, can can I get that sign? I just tear it right in front of yeah. me. <laughs> Slowly, so she hears it. <laughs> but wait, she fucked up the peanut sauce. Yeah, man, the peanut sesame sauce. Fuck up the peanut sauce. Like yeah. that's my favorite part of anything. I think. I feel bad for people who have peanut allergies because you will never taste great Asian food. Oh. We throw peanuts in everything, dude. Like Thai food, Vietnamese food, fucking uh, yeah, man, uh, fucking uh, Taiwanese food. Like oh. it's it's crazy how people react to peanut allergies too. Because you know, like we have, if we have like grass allergies, we might get hives. Yeah. If a motherfucker gets peanut dust in their eye, their whole body shuts down. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, feel, I, I always thought that that's like a new thing, like a peanut allergy. I never heard of that shit in the No, that really. shit's real, dude. Yeah. There was this little kid who had a peanut allergy at my church growing up. Yeah. And this fool had like a dust, a dusting of peanut air got on him. And he went into like anaphylactic shock. And oh, I, I, everybody was freaking out. But I, I, that's when I knew I was a little fucked up in the head because I was dying laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I would have too. I was like, "You tell me this motherfucker died from a a jiffy bottle opening up." <laughs> Probably doesn't deserve to live. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Yo, that's natural selection." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's kind of crazy how people react with those allergies. I was like, there's moments when you grow up, you're like, "Damn, I'm not a normal person, man." Like, why am I finding this shit funny? I feel like I could eat anything. Yeah. I'm not, you know, is there not on an airplane? You can't eat peanuts on an airplane, bro. What? Because if so other people have peanut allergies, they get fucked. Oh shit! Because it's like, oh, that's why they stop serving the, the fucking. Oh, yeah. what? that's why they serve those shitty ass almonds now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking almond. Because <laughs> Southwest Airlines used to give out honey, Fuck. honey, fucking. Uh, <laughs> What do you call that shit? The what do you call that shit? The 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 honey crusted fucking peanuts and shit. I, honey roasted peanuts. That's right. It's like a white guy would know that yeah. shit, man. <laughs> honey roasted. Excuse me. Man. Yeah, it's like so, excuse sir, me. Uh, how do we? Uh... You talk about your dan dan noodles. Let me tell you what this shit is. This is a fucking honey roasted peanuts. You shut the fuck up, Stan. That's spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> What's that noodle with the red shit? <laughs> spaghetti jackass. I'm like shit. My bad, man. My bad. Yeah, yeah, but they stopped serving that shit, and that was my favorite stuff, man. Oh shit! And they stopped. Didn't they used to like give like little toy airplanes to the kids too, or some shit like on airplanes? Maybe back in the day, man. Okay. That was the last time I, 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 on a I just, I just <laughs> <laughs> well, there's still smoking sections in the airplane, right? <laughs> I wish no, but you know I'd be going to the bathroom with that vape real quick. Just, oh, I'm just like. Not to Korea, though. <laughs> Not to Korea, though. You can't bring even a vape to Korea. Yo, in Korea, if you get caught with weed, you're basically dead. What, you mean bro, like a, like a weed it, vape or just a regular vape? It, well, anything. Weed vape. Weed yeah. vape. But they hate weed over there, bro. Yeah, it's, it's mandatory it's, three years for locals, that everybody kept saying. Mm -hmm. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think crazy. they realize how, like, number one, I don't really mesh well with weed because I can't function. So that's why I don't really Wait, do it. Do we just smoke together right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Are we, yeah, yeah. Are we shooting a podcast? Yeah, yeah. Is this no, real? But I um like I don't really mesh well with weed very well because I get I get two in my head and then I just sit there with my mouth open. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and then it's five hour passes, right? So I'm not really because I was hoping number one, I did it for it because I was an insomniac, I couldn't sleep. But then I was also hoping within that realm I was gonna get some dope thoughts. Nothing. <laughs> Fucking nothing, dude. Because I know, you know, people like dumb, like he would smoke and then he would write shit 
and he would write some of the dopest shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. But I'm not a functioning weed person. I am not either. Damn. It's not I'm for like, everybody. Yeah, I'm like, pass the Doritos. Let's go yeah. watch a movie. Like, you know, like, I cannot work on weed. Like, I'll sit there with just my mouth open and a fly would just land on my lip. <laughs> <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't fucking know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Yo, it's, it's the worst being in a non-functional painter, uh, non-functional weed smoking painter. I would like, do like a couple strokes and I just stare at it. I just get lost for like hours. And I, yeah, it's like a day later, I didn't do shit. I would know? hope yeah. that I would like do the best writing of my life. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. dog, like I know these writers, they smoke weed 24 seven and they write some of the best content. And I'm just sitting there and I just have my fucking finger on an F key and it just, just, <laughs> it just keeps going. And it's just the lines of the letter F throughout the whole script. I'm like, this is not it, man. This is, so is this, is this maybe, is this a cultural thing? I mean, I'm not, you know, trying to go. There, wow, you, you think, racist? I mean, mothers? do you think? Do you think? You think dumbfounded smokes a hell of a lot of weed? I'm, I'm not sure if he does. I mean, I haven't kicked it with him in a minute, but I, I'm, I'm, he's pretty open about smoking and shit. So I know he smokes and he functions really well. Right. But maybe Korean people just like to be angry, and it takes away uh, from our culture or some shit. It calms us down a little bit. Yeah. Nah. I want to be angry all the time, but, uh, <laughs> so weed doesn't make me angry anymore. So it's because y'all working twenty four hours a day. Talk, work hard, play hard, yeah. break bread. You want to talk yeah. about fucking yeah. play hard, man? Korean people play hard, dude. Hard with the W. Hard, hard dude. Yeah, <laughs> like what? What do you call it? What? Do you, what's the Korean term for afterwards when you when you go drink after you work? Not Chimek? Is it Chimek or some shit like that? I, I'm not sure. I can't remember, yeah, but yeah, yeah. basically, I don't work so. Well. If you work at a Korean, if you work at a, <laughs> if you work at a Korean company, yeah. Afterwards, like the bosses or the upper management will go out to drink and have smokes. If you don't go out to drink and smoke, you might as well just enter your career. Like you need to go out and have that camaraderie. And they get smashed. They'll sleep out on benches. They won't even go home. They'll wake up, wash their face, and go to work the next day. I love. That. I think that's dope. Yeah, that's just crazy, man. Yeah, like someone have to do office work like that. Yo, when I get smashed, I'm done. Mm. Like I'm done for a couple days. You soft. You American soft. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way though. I'm like, give me two days, I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> the Postmates, you're my best friend. You know, you know? <laughs> Yo, what the fuck did people do before Postmates when you were drunk? You had to find a friend that would get you soup and shit. I don't remember because I was drunk. <laughs> Like uh, I, dog, yeah, I, got, I don't know, man. Yeah, what the fuck did we do before that shit? Eat those crackers in the back of the cupboard. <laughs> yeah, and you, and just get a swig of water, make soup in your mouth with yeah. it. Just, mm, I, <laughs> I, said, I got some bread. Uh, I got a little bit of tang. I don't know. I got a little, something. Yeah, I put something together. You know what I mean, like, dog? I like I don't really handle alcohol as well as I used to. Like I'm like yeah. a four or five shot wonder now, right? Because I just don't do it as much. But. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I got smashed. I got fucking smashed out of my mind, and not even on purpose. Yeah, it was for this uh, for Ascend Foods, and we drank like seven drinks back to back to back to back. Yeah, in a matter of ten minutes. Dang. And wait, I wait, did say that again. You, you drink like seven drinks, like mixed okay. drinks back to back in yeah, like yeah, yeah. ten minutes, and it was like mm-hmm. glasses of wine mixed all these fucking alcohols. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what the fuck happened. I just remember I woke up oh. and there was this uh, sandwich shop called Primanti's. And I, I had a half a sandwich, and it somehow I don't know what happened in between, but that shit fell on the floor. Right? So when I woke up, I got out of bed and I just went to the sandwich. I was like, I need this, <laughs> and I started gnawing on that shit. I fucking threw it on the desk in the hotel room. I laid back. I was like, please absorb that alcohol. <laughs> but yo, I'll bet that sandwich was dope. It was the best uh, sandwich was the I've best ever. Had. <laughs> 
house. Drunk eating makes everything taste Dude, good. Something about that late night leftover. The best late night leftover I ever had was a uh, Chicago deep dish pizza, personal deep dish Ooh. pizza that I got from a place in Vegas that I only ate like a half a piece because I was so hungover at that at that point. Yeah, at dinner time. I was still yeah. hungover and just woke up. Then I got drunk that night and went back, and the the pizza was so perfectly like. I, I don't know. It gelled up, so it yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. It's was like shit. a cube of cheese. It was like a cube frozen of cheese, cheese with yeah. some bread. Oh god, that was the best shit I ever had in the middle of the night. The funny thing is, like, <laughs> I, I know that when you, well, you know, when we drink, right? There's like certain spots that we go to that we say is the best shit on earth because we're smashed when we go there. Yeah. Have you ever went to those spots, those late night spots in the daytime when I don't you want to? Drunk? I do not Dog, want it's to. like the worst yeah. part of my life. I'm scared. I'm scared. You know, Yo, like, yeah, I don't want to. You like, Taco Bell, right? <laughs> Yo, I fuck with Taco. Bell, uh, uh, but I not mean, anymore. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Fuck the Chalupa, bro. Oh, I love Chalupas, though. Oh, dude, they're so good. Let's man. take another one of these. Oh, that's all we had in Florida was Taco Bell. We didn't have Del Taco. I'm so, we're, we're sorry to ghettoify your uh, podcast a little bit. No, but man, this yeah. is great. Yeah. We're just two artists here hanging out with the cool dude. Like, you know? <laughs> nah, man, I fuck with this, dude. I feel like when yeah. you... Like, like, drinking to me is, like, one of those things that lets conversation flow so well, too, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, when I first met you, like, we just clicked, man. Like, we were just yeah. kindred spirits, you know? Like, you know, I don't know. That's that, that's that thing I fuck with, too. It's like... Yeah. Um, we always, I always had this shit. It's like when I fuck with somebody, I fuck with them really hard. When I hate them, I hate them <laughs> just to say them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's my other problem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like a buddy of mine told me, he was like, yo, bro. He goes, I can tell when you hate somebody. He goes, like the whole room can sense, like, cause you're laughing at everybody's shit. You're so nice. And that one guy in the room you don't like, he'll say something and you're dead faced. <laughs> you know? oh, so I, when David is quiet. Yeah. That, that's when I you know you hate motherfuckers and I don't even know that yeah. I do this because I'm learning this thing where it's just like if you don't like somebody or you don't like something just keep your mouth shut but it's just all in my face like I'm just like damn I don't like this guy but I don't want to I don't want to be disrespectful but it's already there <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. if I see you and I don't speak that means I don't fuck with you <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought of a Cardi B lyric yeah. that shit's cold dude. Yeah. that shit's cold as fuck but that's like 1% of the world though like 99% of people usually I really like and I think that now that I've, you know, I'm getting older I'm being smart about the people that I'm around if I like somebody's energy I'm gonna I'm kick it with them I'll share drinks with them and that's the biggest thing if I like you I'll share a drink with you if I don't like you I ain't drinking with you because I'm not I'm not trying to be around you like that yeah. you know yeah, life's short man I don't want to waste yeah. time like being around people I don't want to be around. Yeah, you know, you know like, what I mean. And yeah. for me too, like I grew up in a Christian household, dude. And I and I, you know, I I would still call myself Christian. Mm-hmm. But the hardest thing about being a Christian is like loving somebody that you hate. And I gotta tell you, that is the most difficult thing that I could do because I'm just like, like David, show him the love of Christ. It's like, yeah, but I just really want to show him that Satan side real quick. You know what I mean? Like, I just like it's like God is here in my upper hand, right? But then Satan's in my backhand. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, Jesus said, you, 
Jesus didn't say you couldn't fuck with him. Though, Yo, Jesus flipped bit. tables, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Apparently, I don't know. I wasn't there. But, you know, like I mean, you kind of look like a little, uh, it's a long hair, bro. It's a long, it's a long hair. hair, man. Jesus, Jesus got put on a couple pounds since the last time he had been seen. Because everybody's giving you offerings, dude. That's yeah. why. As long as it's weed, I'm with it. Yeah, no man. Shit. Yeah, it's just some wild shit, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. I think I. That's what I love about being getting older. You know. Sometimes people, well, they'll ask, they go like, don't you miss your youth? Fuck that. I don't miss my youth because it's not that the youth wasn't great, but all that shit that I had when I was younger mm -hmm. helped me develop who I am now. Yeah, yeah. And I can't trade that shit. Yeah. All the bad shit, all the good shit, all the fucked up deals that I had, everybody that I made that fucked me over and the people that built me up mm -hmm. is why I am who I am now. Yeah. So I don't want to go back to that, dude. I like that shit. I like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it took me a while to be able to be comfortable with myself. Do I want to go back to being a fucking teenager and fucking wondering how big my dick should be? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I don't want that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I remember when I was a kid, I used to, we, we were watching porn and shit. And then you see this fucking like 10 inch dick. And I'm like, one day, that's going to be <laughs> one, day. <laughs> one day. That's going to be my dick. It's too late, dog. And then, and and the, you know. <laughs> and then 22 happened and I'm like, still not there yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I'm 23, <laughs> it's going to happen. Oh, and I'm just like, son of a bitch, man. I think I was fooled. I think I was a little fooled. Oh, my God. I get mad upset when, uh, you know, when you watch amateur porn and you tell yourself like these porn stars, man, they just pump their dick. And then you watch amateur porn and those dicks are big too and I'm like maybe my shit just ain't tight like that <laughs> <laughs> but they say but they say you keep losing weight though every 10 pounds is like an inch oh I'll tell uh, you this you know though bro saying? when I lost that 60 pounds this is the biggest my dick has ever been and I'm like <laughs> I actually my dick is not as small as I thought it was it was just being absorbed <laughs> Did a girl with small hands. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey. That's the first thing I do when I go when I went on dates before. I would grab their hands and I would like, hold their hands. Like, uh, nah, when we when we shake hands, it feels like I'm shaking my own hand. So no. Like, oh my god. I need I need tiny little dainty hands, and then she'll be like, "Whoa, it's huge! I have to use two hands." So is your fiance like? She is, she's uh, she's she's three foot she's three foot two, dude. I got what? Wow. She's fucking three foot two and knows four languages. And she knows That's, four languages. Damn, dude. She can say penis in four languages. Damn. <laughs> no, but she's she's such a super sweet girl. It's funny because she's the exact opposite of me. She's like, um, so she's cool. She's very cool. Okay. <laughs> she's, a, she's a decent human being. Yeah. She doesn't really curse. Mm -hmm. She um. Yeah, she's just a very sweet, sweet girl. And I think I need somebody that in my life, like somebody like that in my life. That's, that's awesome, man. Yeah. I need that balance, you know, because yeah, I can yeah. have somebody like me, man. It should, we'll just be the, the worst human beings on earth. Like, I, I feel like I could never date another artist. Mm, that's, that was yeah. my point, too, yeah. Because, like, I mean, let's face it, we got to be selfish to succeed, right? Yeah. To, to, to like, kind of like, I don't know, master our craft or whatever. Yeah. But if two people are like that, we ain't never going to see each other. Nah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, like, yeah, for yeah. sure. Because yeah. you need, like, my, this is what my mom says. She goes, mm -hmm. you know, somebody needs to bend their will to somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know, not all the time, but it needs to be a back and forth, right? So if two people are so headstrong, they just refuse to bend. How, how do you guys ever meet in the middle? Yeah. 
My mom's smart, bro. Damn, dude. Is your mom Yoda? Yo, yeah. man. She's smart. She looked like yeah. Yoda. She's smart. <laughs> Yo, that's a oof, dude. That's a oof. That takes us straight. It's crazy because this is the same woman that I grew up with that threw a rice cooker at my dad's head. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Say that again? What? She threw a rice cooker at my dad's Who? head. My mom. So she has a crazy side because she's Korean, but sometimes yeah, yeah, she'd be dropping sense, these yeah. gems, bro. It's, it's crazy. She threw the rice cooker and still picked the rice. Was the rice? It was ready to go. Was rice in the rice cooker? Was it hot? So she threw the rice cooker at his head, and all the rice fell out. But she had a bowl. She caught it. <laughs> she basically came up with it. Yeah. <laughs> then she started making dinner immediately after. Oh my! She's God. so fucking funny, man. Like I had this conversation with her, and I was telling her about my uh, some of my friends' personal like marital problems, right? Because mm-hmm. I wanted to get her advice because they wanted to meet up and ask for my advice, and yeah. I'm like. I may have some advice for them, but I'm not married, so I don't want to speak out of place. Yeah. So my parents have a successful marriage, so I wanted to ask them what they should do. Mm-hmm. And I told them about the problems that they were having. Then my mom was like, they should just get divorced. Like, you don't, you don't ever talk to people like that. And I yeah. just paused and I said, I was like, you threw a loaded rice cooker at our dad's head. Who are you to talk? And this is what my mom said. She goes, mm, you have really good memory, huh? <laughs> She goes, holy shit, I can't believe you remember that. She goes, you're right. I'm like, yeah, you threw a rice cooker at my dad's head. Well, I was a gangster. Yeah. yeah. And this, she threw another one one time. And she, there's like still that little porch, that, that tile that broke off of the counter because she threw it so hard. <laughs> Wait, she threw it That's a reminder. Once? She, dude, Is that's her go-to weapon of choice, Dog, bro. if she was like a Tekken character... <laughs> That's power that's squat that's and the fucking rice cooker, bro. <laughs> yo, yo, I'm telling you, man. She just like squats, she smokes a cigarette and throws a rice cooker. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm telling you, man. Like, she, she, she wow. was fucking odd one, bro. Yeah, Damn. man. Fuck Raiden. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> she doesn't even have like the Raiden hat, it's a visor. <laughs> <laughs> she gotta play golf afterwards, right? <laughs> she has a sun visor and yeah, she just yeah, tosses yeah. it. <laughs> yo, yo, what's up with golf in Korea? That's like a status thing, right? I don't know, man. I just heard somebody was talking about that. This chick, this like good looking chick, was like, everybody wants me to go play golf and I ain't about that. But it's like a thing. Was thing. it a Korean girl? Yeah. And, yeah, it was well, that. Well, the Korean women. Right in the LPGA, they're like the yeah, top yeah, yeah, tier, yeah. like Michelle Wee really? and all of them. Yeah, oh, shit. I think Korean yeah. people are honestly a lot about uh, external status, right? So what people view of them, and I think golfing is considered like status, especially on a Western tip. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like West, like if you do golf, you're considered fancy, mm-hmm. right? And so I think like Korean people kind of adopted that. It's like if you're a businessman, you should do golf mm-hmm. because that's how you get business deals done. Mm-hmm. And if you're somebody who knows how to golf, it's elevated. Okay. You also, know. plastic surgery. Yeah, we're dope at that shit, dude. So I'm actually, I'm actually a woman, dude. You didn't know. Whoa! whoa. <laughs> Damn, dude. Who's your doctor? Shoot. He also drinks a lot. Belinsky, he's, he's not single though. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, plastic surgery is huge and crazy. I know um, a couple of my friends that got some shit done, and because it's so cheap out there, they f- it's cheaper to buy your ticket, go to Korea, get your surgery done, and come back than it is to get surgery here. Jeez. Yo, that shit's weird, bro. Like, I, I mean, no offense to anybody in Korea, but like, I was like in Gangnam or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, and you're walking around, and the girls have the bandage yep. on their yeah, nose with I the bruise it. on their face, yeah. and like walking around proud, like. <laughs> 
Smoking cigarettes too. Yeah, like uh, I, I got money, fool. Like and this yo, is, yeah, they yeah. all, <laughs> yeah, they all look like clones of each other. Yeah, 100%. who is the model? Like which model? Modeling from? Yeah, yeah. I miss the day when fucking people look like humans. Like that's my shit. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, a lot of the stuff that they hate about themselves is only stuff that you personally hate about yourself. Other people don't think twice about that shit. You know, it's it's and I, like I always say, man, you we all we're all gonna get old. You know, that's why, like, I fuck with you guys so much. Because well, we're old? Because <laughs> y'all, wow. no, y'all guys are some of the ugliest motherfuckers. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, facts, it's because, facts, because bro, no matter how much you age, your legacy is still there. Your looks is not a fucking legacy. It's not. You think about people like, for example, like, um, I don't know, like, uh, not Cindy Margolis. Who was, what's her name? Cindy Crawford, right? Mm-hmm. She's beautiful. But during the time that she was talked about the most was in her youth. She's still beautiful now, and people respect her as the amazing supermodel. Yeah, she looks really good. Yeah, she looks yeah, amazing. Looks her daughter's her daughter's beautiful as fuck. Yeah, you know? yeah. She but, got a daughter. Yo, bro, her daughter's fucking beautiful, man. I didn't even have no idea. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, and I'm not saying that people don't respect her and revere her now because of what she's accomplished. Mm-hmm. But the way people were talking about her when she was younger and what people consider more beautiful was what was at the height of her career. Yeah. You know, and I think she was the girl. Exactly. And I feel like with your guys's art, it's there. It's your legacy. It's there. You know, nobody can say otherwise. It's it's fucking timeless. And that's what I appreciate. That's cool. And, uh, you know, for me, it's like I'm I'm not making art to be. Oh, this is me. Yeah. Honestly, like I do it because I have to do it. Yeah. If if I didn't do it, I'd probably be in jail or fucking some. You know what I mean? Like, you I don't know, know. Yeah. And you know, people ask to. You know, yeah. they go like, "How come you don't have like art up in your house a lot?" Right? And the reason why is because I I think like if for in order for me to have art in my place, I want to have a personal connection with that person because I want to be able to walk by that shit mm-hmm. and respect it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm telling you, man. When I get a fucking when I buy a house. I'm commissioning you to do art in my house, man. It's going to happen. And, and I want up, you to make a balloon now, that'll David. last forever. Yeah. Dude, I have forever David, balloons. save up now. I need that shit. Yeah. And you need a big-ass wall for these Tommy pieces. Yeah. That shit. He's, dude, I've seen him do the side of a damn football stadium. Not really, yeah. but like you just did the Adidas like soccer field. Uh, yeah, uh, LA has like an uh, official Adidas indoor uh, soccer play. Uh, yeah. Soccer, it's called futsal. Do you know yeah. it? I, well, I know of the the facility. I've never been there. But yeah, I, I didn't know what futsal was like because we're American. Right? Yeah, like, sure. it's like a, the indoor like uh, kind of like street, yeah, like street ball version of soccer. Exactly. They, they, like Nike has like their facility area, and then Adidas has their yeah, Reeboks yeah. has theirs. Yeah. So I think Adidas only has like nine or ten in the world, and we have one here in like near downtown. Yeah. You know, so I just painted it and. It's cool. I just you know? painted it. Look at him. Just I just painted I just painted it. it. It's cool. It's whatever. Like so. Yeah, but that's what I'm see. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I love that shit though, man. Like you, you kind of like create. I like having art that I respect a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I know a lot of art where I see that. Oh, that's cool. But I don't have a, a, a want to buy it because uh, I wouldn't walk by it and I wouldn't have a connection with it. It's yeah. just something that I like seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's that's why people like I even ask some of my friends like they're not like really well known artists, not great. I just do it for fun. I was like, yo, if you paint something for me, I'll put it up just because I like you as a person and there's a connection to it. Mm -hmm. Because art does have this weird thing where I feel like it's, and I think this is why I don't know how people feel about street art. I like street art because it's just art for what art is. Mm -hmm. It's not some rich hoity-toity person saying like, this is worth a million dollars. So I'm telling you it's worth a million dollars. Like I could look at it and say, that's fucking dope. 
Yeah. Like, fuck, fuck the hype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would never want to buy something because of the hype. Yeah. You know, look at me. I'm fucking, I'm like a bum Yo, right I went, yeah. I went into a, I went into the fucking Broad, yeah. right? The Broad Museum. Yeah. There was a fucking painting worth like fucking like $3 million. Mm-hmm. And it was, the, it, I'm sorry, not a painting. It was chalk art. Mm-hmm. And the guy just drew a line of dicks. I did that in the fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> on a Wait, desk. Are you Banksy? <laughs> are you Banksy? <laughs> and Ma- massive attack. I'm not in the broad. You know what I'm saying? You could be, bro. Yeah, that's what. There was somebody else who put up a wall, and it was just like two plus two equals four, and they were scratching all this like random mathematic equations. I'm like, bro, every Asian little kid should be on in here. Then, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me, dude? And it was worth like ten million dollars. I will fucking stab you in the eye. Mm-hmm. How? D- and that was just a bunch of rich people that got together and said, "Yo, that's some next level shit." Mm. And then, then they they made it ten million dollars. Yeah, I mean, I, I could talk a lot of shit about the art world. Like, I, I don't want to, <laughs> but it's literally controlled by the top tier people. Yeah, like, yeah, like the top. I don't know. There's a couple three. Auction, uh, uh, yeah, three or four, and auction houses, and they kind of set the thing. Yeah, and then everybody else, uh, we're just kind of like fighting for scraps or whatever. Yeah, you know? that's why I like murals. I'm yeah, kind of like. Uh, I mean, I'm not opposed to gallery stuff too, but like I've been just doing murals and like, yeah. it, it's just a little too like I don't know what would you call it like snobby like uh, what like paying up millions of or, dollars. Or for I'm it. not good at kissing ass. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like you are not good at kissing yeah, ass. Yeah, I would I would die in Hollywood because yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I cannot kiss ass. That's you why know? I fucks with you, bro. Yeah, honestly, because he yeah. does not kiss one ass. I've never seen him kiss like, one ass. The way I'm talking to you guys is the way I talk to like. A CEO, and that's how it should to be. To like my friends, to like the church pastor or whatever, yeah. Yeah, like you know, like I like the accessibility of street art. Maybe that's what I like so much about it. Right? Anybody can look at it and appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be an art major to say that's dope. You don't have to be like, oh, did you know that this empty that this white canvas is supposed to represent the emptiness of the spirits of people in LA? <laughs> Suck <laughs> my it's like a fat dick, fucking <laughs> dick. Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. Dude, and like Instagram has, or, or this whole social platform has created the accessibility for artists. Yeah. And like street art realm or whatever art realm. Yeah. You see them, you follow them, you can buy their shit by hitting them up basically on a text message. Yeah. Which, like, I, which I think would probably mean a lot more to a collector or, or a fan. Way more than just that kind of yeah. idea, like someone telling you this is what it's about, and then you spend your whole check on some. I don't know. You the know shit that cracks me up the most is when I, I, when I went to the Broad, I actually recorded myself. And you're supposed to record yourself, and I'm just like clowning on people. I saw this girl stand in front of that dick mural, right, and she just was sitting there with her arm crossed, with her hand on her chin, and she goes, mm, "Yes, yes, yes, what, bitch." <laughs> Yes, what? What? She trying to suck them D's. <laughs> and then her boyfriend is like indulging her or whatever the date that she's on. He goes, yeah, I can see. Yeah, man. Like, this is fucking some next level shit. Like, I, I wanted a Tanya Harding fucking <laughs> fucking lead pipe kneecap them, dude. And I just like, you are literally feeding into your own bullshit, man. It's okay for you to say, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. It's okay. Yeah. yeah, that speaks to the power of pussy, man. You say whatever it takes to get this. You know, you know what? I'll be real. If I was on that date, I'd be saying the same like, thing. I'm isn't like, isn't that yes. all museums and art galleries? Like, like seventy five percent of it is like a guy trying to get laid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get a girl out to like to go see a show or some shit, right? Like, yeah. 
you know? Yeah. Is your, speaking to your microphone. Oh, oh, one, two. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it fucked up? I don't know why I can't hear you, Mike. Tommy broke the mic. Go ahead, talk to your mic again. One, one, one. Don't one, talk one, into one. this. One, 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 one. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're good, you're good. Yeah, yeah. You're good. All right, that's a good one. That's a yeah. good one. There you go. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, but. Well, speaking of art, let's take it in the shot. Oh, shit. By the way, David, um, you told me you have a flight later today, and you're gonna take it easy. But we finished this bottle. Oh so shit! We, uh, oh, did we? Yeah, we bought that bottle on the way over can here. Can you hear me? There you go. That's a good can, look. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. That's better. It's gonna be. I think we knocked it to a lower level. There you go. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, we killed the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> you stupid son of a bitch. David was like, I, I got a flight to catch and I got another podcast, so I can't drink that much, but we did it. I hope the next podcast is with like Jim Carrey or something, so you really pull it together to do something. <laughs> No, well, it's it's, it's going to be a serious podcast. You know, the, oh, the guest is on is um, a girl who was a fan, is a fan still, uh-huh. and she owns like her own personal bakery company, but. Uh, she goes through a lot of like personal turmoil and spe- with suicide, and she was going to kill herself. And mm-hmm. then she actually Whoa. DM'd me, and I don't know what it's like to deal with suicide. I've never had suicidal thoughts. Uh, uh, no, nah, I'm good. So you're not a painter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like I, I don't know. I don't know what it was about my upbringing, but I never thought about killing myself. Like it was just never one of those thoughts. So I, I, I can't really relate to it. But a lot of kids ask, like, how do I deal with these thoughts where I feel like worthless? I never felt like, quote unquote worthless to that extent. So I, I want her to talk about her experience because I had to try to talk her out of it. But wow. I don't, I don't know how. Wait, so know? she, she had suicidal thoughts and she hit you up. She tried actually. Yeah. She actually tried. Okay. And oh, then, she tried to. Yeah, and it didn't work. Oh, shit. You know, and yeah. in my mind, uh, her thing was, you know, she went through a lot. And so she's looking at her her cup half empty all the time. But how I saw it from an outside perspective, mm-hmm. if you have people who are positive in your life and they can talk to you, I'm just like, yo, like you went through all this personal shit, but you somehow ended up being your own personal business owner that's yeah. popping off. Yeah. That's amazing to me. Like you yeah, fought yeah, against yeah. the odds. But I think in her case, she was focusing so much on the negative, she couldn't move past it. Mm-hmm. And it's hard sometimes. Like, I, I completely get it. It's fucking hard. Yeah. You know? She's an artist, bro. She is. I've had, that th- I've had those thoughts, you know, multiple times growing up. Like, I could, I could just drive off this bridge right now, and, like, no one would really even fucking know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it's about that push through. And, that, like, I don't know what's going to happen, but there's more later. I don't, like, it's, it's, I don't even know if I could explain it, but, like... But look Those at thoughts look, come to everybody. Yeah, I, mean, I, you know what I, mean? I see it in two ways. Like some people are like, they they see the the glasses half empty. Yeah, and like they don't see hope in it. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what the fuck are you gonna do? You know. And it's amazing too. Yeah. And what I say too, it's like those moments where you feel so insignificant in this whole world. Mm-hmm. Imagine what have happened if both of you never existed. I would have never met you or you. And I met you in an instant. I'm fucking vibe with you like that. Right. right? And then the moment that I vibe with you, it's like now you've affected my whole day for the rest of the day. You know? Like it's like, oh, we're having a great time. You know? People wouldn't have been able to see your art. Your art's so dope that people bite off that shit. <laughs> you know? They would have never had careers. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, bro. Thanks a lot, bro. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and I, I also think, like, um, this, this might be getting a little too deep, but being an artist, uh, we think a lot. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too much. You know, you too. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, you're in comedy and like, like just creative in general. We kind of like, our job is to analyze things in life and kind of regurgitate it in our yeah. own version. Yeah. And it's kind of like an old philosopher. It's like when we know the truths of things, it's very depressing. We don't know the mm. answer. You know what I mean? So like, that's, that's why I think there's a stigma of artists being like sad and depressed. It's because of that. Like they, they see, they analyze life and they see the truths of life. That's why they say immersion is bliss, man. Yeah. Like, uh, it's like the Matrix, right? Like the the, the bad guy in Matrix. He, once like, you knew the truth. Let me get that steak and shit. You know? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I start to realize that more when I see people who just don't give a fuck about anything and they live in ignorance. They're always happy. Yeah. Once in a, once in a while, I kind of envy that a little so bit. Like, jealous. Oh, so yeah. jealous. So jealous. I go to my nine to five job, come home. Yes. I, like I eat dinner with my wife or whatever. Watch a little bit of something on TV and go to sleep. You know, repeat, when I say repeat, that, people repeat. think mm-hmm. I'm I'm pandering to them, yeah. but I'm not. Yeah, your reality is what you make out of it, right? Yeah. So I say like, and they go, "Oh, like, oh, you're saying like the nine to five is better. You're just like, you know, be, you're pandering." I was like, "No, I'm not. What I'm saying is, is that what you live in fulfills you to the max. Yeah. With the more knowledge you gain and the more you think outside of your head, it's hard to fill that hole." It's it's fucking hard because the moment you feel satisfaction in something, it disappears and then you got to do something else with it. Yep. And that's the I think that's the most one one of the most difficult things about being somebody who loves art. It's that pursuit of being constantly satisfied with everything that you do. You're just growing all the time and you never know if you're going to actually grow into what you want to be by the time you die. Never satisfied. I don't know how you are with with your stuff, but I'm never, I'm never satisfied, satisfied yeah, man. Never. Every time I release something, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I look at it, I'm like, that's like subpar. Yeah. You know? But Yeah. But then. <laughs> that's the artist's mindset, yeah. bro. But then I, I feel like I'm doing something right, right? You Cause, are. Yeah. Because like, if I kept making the same thing over and over again, yeah, maybe I, I'd probably be way more richer, but. And I'm one of the things that I've learned you know, too, especially, and maybe yeah. not so much in your guys' room, but in mine too, it's like. You have to understand that people get entertainment from what I do. I I have to understand that. And they're, they're still taking something away. So what is the root core of why I do it? I do it for myself and I want to make people happy. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't like it all the way, somebody is walking away and learning something from what you do. So you're still getting your job done. It's, it doesn't, you don't have to, for me, I don't have to love it all the way. Mm-hmm. But if I, if I don't do something simply because it's not perfect, I'm never going to grow. Yeah. Never. You got, you yeah. gotta you gotta let go of perfection. Yeah, because there's a, there's no such thing. See, yeah, he's three hundred, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like this, he's got it, dude. Yeah. As he's speaking, his fucking uh, Chinese whiskers are growing, <laughs> and all of a sudden, you see a staff in his hand. Oh, fuck the one hundred <laughs> emoji. We need the three. <laughs> no. Yo, yeah, three hundred, yeah. bro. Well, that's a movie. The, you have the long a sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you a, and a scroll comes out. <laughs> But that's facts, though. Someone is watching this right now, hanging on every word because it's helping them that much. Yeah. Listen, I'm not here to preach or fucking whatever, man. I'm just here talking about myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, My experience. Like, what I say might not work for you, whatever. You know what I mean? But this is my experience. You know, like, and I don't know, man. I've I've been making art my whole life, and I'm fucking here with Mr. Balunski. David, so, it's good, man. Know, this yeah. is good shit, man. And, yeah. I, and I'm, I'm really like putting this shit in my life right now. It's because I think there was a couple of years in my life where I, I made this film and I thought after that, I didn't know what to do. It was because I uh, I wasn't grateful for my shit. It's like, yo, I could be doing any, I could be working an office job right now just trying to get by, but I'm getting by with the art that I'm making. 
mm. which is a lot of people want this life. They want your life, and they you want your life. You are an artist, by the way. Life, bro. Yeah, you act yeah. like you're not part of this. You're exactly <laughs> part of this, just like we are, for real. Because nobody lives like this. It's most is ninety nine percent sheeple, and I don't mean that in a negative, derogatory term. I just mean most people are in that line of getting a nine to five and have getting married, yes. and having kids and shit, but. We're on this other, we're going our own paths off on the side and shit. And like, no one understands it. And that's fine. Yeah. But also, they thrive on it. They're yeah. Like, we, they need us to do this so they don't have to. Yeah, 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 Is yeah. That, I don't I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. Yeah, you know. If, and If that makes <laughs> sense. I don't, you and, know. and it works the yeah. other way around, too. Like, and, I need yeah, them I to be around to yeah. appreciate what I do. We need a foundation, man. Yeah. Yo. So it's, it's all like reciprocal energy, right? It's mm. like... I, I get to do what I do because of you. That's why when I say thank you to to fans and people who appreciate me, I mean that from the deepest part of my fucking That's soul. Real. I don't get to do what I do with without you. Yeah, I say I create for myself, but I still present it to you. I don't want you to affect my art where I don't get to do what I want to do, but I still want to present it to you. It's still a piece of me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when I when I appreciate people, I really do fucking appreciate them, man. Because if there wasn't an audience to see our stuff, where would our stuff be? We would still create. But I'm not gonna lie. It feels good when somebody appreciates my shit. Totally, for sure. Yo, I, I'm a painter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I, I get once in a while like little fan mails and I don't know DMs and shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, wait, you like my stuff? Okay, cool. Yeah. So, you know, and like, I, I know it's not the, like as big of an out- outreach as you have, but it's like it make, it's it's. It kind of like makes me want to keep doing this shit. I guess. Yeah, you know man. I mean? like, yeah. Yo, when I get like messages and they go, you know, when I was younger, I, I wasn't a confident human being. And just watching you be who you are, it made me a confident person. Mm-hmm. Those little moments make me work harder. Dude, that's what it's all about. For yeah. Me. Like the like someone that's watching this right now doesn't realize that we're just like some schmucks. Yeah, we're a bunch of pieces of trash. Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah, like, we're just like living our, trying to live our best little look and trying to grab the empty. <laughs> but like they can do all this. Yeah, like, you just have to put the time into it. Yeah, and like time is is energy. So like that, you just have to put the energy into it. That's it. Yeah, you know, like. Anybody with a tiny idea, it can be this huge thing that changes the world, but it's what you put into that shit, yeah. bro. I'm oh, fucking yeah, with balloons. Sure. Like, that's nothing. You know what I mean? You do crazy that's it, period. But I'm just saying. Yeah, but that's some, that's, that's some interesting <laughs> stuff, too. Like, I always say, too, a lot of people want what somebody else has, but, the, but they're not willing to put the reps in. Mm-hmm. You know? 100%. It's reps. And, uh, and let me tell you, David, like, as... I guess I'm Asian, right? <laughs> as a, as a, I guess I'm Asian. <laughs> I'm Bro, you look I'm like a kidding. racist Asian drawing. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> as as an Asian person in Amer- Asian American, American, I'm American, right? But yeah. as an Asian person, like 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 people, seeing people like you, it, it makes me like feel like feel good, you know, mm-hmm. like. Cause me, I'm a I'm a painter. I'm an artist. Like, I'm, uh, my world's very niche. You yeah, know, like. People that are into art will like it, and then people that are not, whatever, you know. But like you, like you have a broader audience, and like people like you, and like all our other homies that are in Hollywood and like in the mass media and stuff. Like I, I fucking love it, man. Like you yeah. guys are the stepping stone to like our, whoever the next the Asian Denzel is gonna be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for that moment yeah. to where we could just really inspire the next. Like I don't have to be that person, mm-hmm. but if I could get that next person there, I'm good, man. I could die happy. 
Yeah. Like that's okay, man. Like, fuck glory to myself, man. Like, I, I, who cares about that shit? I even said before, like, I, I could be okay disappearing off the face of the earth as long as like financially I'm stable and I get to do what I want. You know, totally. no cares? one wants to be famous, man. But I want to get that check. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, like, you know, people will always like. I've always said this too. It's just you know, if I if I walked outside this door and I had a duffel bag full of ten million dollars, and they go, "What would you do different?" Nothing. I still be doing the same shit. Take my chick and go to an island. Yeah, I, you know what I mean. Maybe I'll leave her. No, I'm getting <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I I would be doing my same shit. Still doing the podcast. Still creating the same thing. Yeah. But I would just have not have the financial worry anymore, because mm-hmm. at the end of it, the the core thing is I still enjoy what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and I have to enjoy what I'm doing. Because we we just said it in this podcast, life is short. I got one life. That's it. And I don't know what's gonna happen. I might get cancer. Uh, I might Oof. get hit by a fucking car. Any of that shit might might happen. I'm not I'm not immortal. So while I am here, I have to enjoy what I'm doing, and on top of that, I have to respect what I'm doing too. Fuck money. I could do whatever I want for money, man. I could go start. I could have done when the whole YouTube prank shit happened. I could have done pranks. I could have fucking dropped a Mentos in a Coke bottle, shot it up my mouth, and got a million views. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Oh, fuck. Yes, that's hilarious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But what kind of legacy does that leave me behind? And will I be able to look at that and say, you know what, dude? I I, I did something great. No, I wouldn't be able to say that. Uh, Watch somebody come up to me and be like, yo, you're the Mentos guy. I'll fucking shoot myself in the face. Mr. Fresher. Is that yeah. The <laughs> Dog, I'm known for this. If you look on the GIF, like the GIF keyboard, there's like this shit where I was tossing dollar bills. Sometimes people come up to me like, yo, you're the, you're the GIF keyboard guy. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I did good shit. I sold my own TV show. I sold my own film. And they're like, GIF keyboard yo, guy. GIFs are the future, man. If you don't have a GIF. You're, you're fucked. You fucked. Tommy yeah. Lynn got a gif. Uh, I, I like to call it gif. But gif. But, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Look up T-O-M-M-I-I. T-O-M-M-I-I. I do have a, is it a filter? What do you call it? A filter? It's a jiffy, bro. A jiffy on Instagram or some shit? Thanks to Della Desso. Holler. Shout out to Della Desso. Also the same fool that got his art sniped for Taco Bell. Della Desso. He's the grime master who's made a bunch of different uh, jiffies for all of us, man. Balloonski, Tommy Lim, Bloody Gums, Pizza Boys, everybody included, man. That's amazing, man. David, yeah. do you have a jiffy on a... Yo. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Yeah. Me either. Yeah. I got some random like fucking like gifs of me that I just did in sketches, and I'm like, damn, that's what I know for. Like, fuck, bro. Like, I did this like one pickup line uh, on the sketch where this girl came up, and I told her to feel my shirt. And she was like, I was like, you know what that's made of? She's like, what? I'm like, that's boyfriend material. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and that shit blew the fuck up. God. All right. So I, I knew you, I know you as the homie. That's gay. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm sorry, yeah. dude. Like, I know you as the homie. Like, what, what are you most known for, like, in general? Like, when people come up to you? And uh, like, I mean, definitely for my YouTube stuff. Like, the film stuff is not really there yet. Gook was wait, wait, dope, wait. by the way. Did Gook? He was just telling me about Gook. Did you produce that you i produced it, it and then i kind of developed the the character in the background for it so i kind of like we wrote for it in terms of the ideas and stuff and yo watch gook watch gook thanks man we were watching two of them right here but <laughs> <laughs> no honestly double, though, double that was amazing i fucking love it thanks movie. man yeah, yeah, yeah and you know for me too like because i don't think i ever wanted to be a film writer an actor or a producer mm-hmm. like i'm okay with leaving that film and not making another one um I, i'll 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 still write and i'll make some other shit like i'm writing stuff right now but 
it was such a personal thing for me. It felt great, you know. Like I got to I got to show a side of myself that people don't normally see, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I, on top of that, I got to show a character that po- people don't expect out of an Asian guy, mm-hmm. you know, the kid that wanted to be an R and B singer that grew up in the hood. Mm-hmm. They always think of us as accountants, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that too. Mm-hmm. You know, some Asian stereotypes aren't that bad. You know, they're like, oh, look at you. You're going to be a doctor. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh, my, that's an insult? Like, what the fuck? I'm going to save your your dad from dying from cancer. Okay, whatever. You know, right? yeah, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, oh, like, it's like, I bet you have a good credit score. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. Math. <laughs> but, yo, I'm glad, I'm glad, like, just on the right now level, I'm glad that you got that out early. Yeah. Because Hollywood's gonna pick up on that and then pull you in like ten different like directions, oh. and that's great because them checks are gonna fucking flow, and you can still work that subliminal shit. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? That's what I'm really trying to do, man. I'm trying to like speak my shit without having some. That's the hard part about going to auditions and kind of doing that Hollywood game is that you, you're it's a business model, so you're trying to work within it. Mm. But that's hard for me, man, because I've yeah. always just did stuff that fucked with me first, yeah. and then. All the all the other shit is just a cherry on top. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you know? so how the fuck is that shit right now at like almost twenty twenty as an Asian like writer, actor, comedian? Like, how, what was it like? I mean, it's weird because yeah. you know people. Yeah, they want Asian content, but they want their type of Asian content. Mm-hmm. They don't know about the kid that grew up in Sacramento around a predominantly black neighborhood. Is you know it still like liquor store owner, like that type of shit? Like they they want kung fu shit. They still okay. want kung fu shit. Yeah, they want that. Chinese immigrant story stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't have that regular Asian immigrant story. I grew up in South Sacramento, California. I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood. My parents owned a black beauty supply store. I was I wanted to be an R and B fucking singer. And at a certain point, I wanted to be a rapper. I sucked at it. And then, <laughs> Yo, this guy's a good singer, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's got, got some hooks. Fucking, and then he I made hooks, me wet. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then you know I went into comedy, right? Yeah, that's my story. Yeah. And so yeah. sometimes it's like, yo, can you give me a story about like your parents coming on a boat and then you know you you know. You're working through. I don't have that story. My parents came on a plane, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Fresh out the piangi. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's my shit, you yeah. know? So I can't, I, you know, I understand it's the business model. So they want to hear stories that people want to hear. Mm-hmm. America's not ready for that shit. They're not ready for the kid that grew up in a, in, a, in an all-black neighborhood. His best friend's black. You know what I mean? That, you know, I grew up saying the N-word all the time, which mm-hmm. I don't say as much anymore. I try mm-hmm. not to at all. Mm-hmm. But, you know, obviously. When I mean, I all back, of us did. I mean. All of us did. Keep it real, yeah. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, it was encouraged out of us. You we know? grew up on hip hop too, like exactly yeah, yeah. right. So they don't want it. They don't know these stories, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I got to stick with that story because that's the story I want to tell. That's what Gook was. It was a story that we wanted to tell. It was yeah. a story that Justin wanted to tell. It was a story that I wanted to tell. And and there was a, a a niche group of people that resonated with it. They're like, yo, that was me growing up. Yeah, you know, you speak for me, and that's what I want. I don't need to speak for everybody. I got to speak for myself first. Yeah, I, I grew up in L.A. like during the fucking riots. Yeah, I was, I was probably like in junior high school or something, but yeah. like. It fucking resonated, you know. Like, oh, honey, fuck, dude. Damn. Yeah. Have you had yeah. a lot of people that have come up to say that that that's really something that spoke to me? Yeah, and it, that shit because that's like a heavy message, right? Oh like, man, when people say that shit, dude, it makes me feel good, man. Because I'm like, damn, I did my job. Like, do you feel like that was kind of like more more of your art piece? Yeah, As for a, sure. A, yeah, it yeah. was an art piece, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, that's something that I can leave up and be fucking proud of till mm-hmm. the day that I die. Yeah, I could keep that on, like on on. On like my in my heart, and I'd be like, "Yo, I'm proud of that shit." For sure, you know, blood, sweat, and tears made no money off that shit. I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. It's something that I'm proud of. Fuck yeah, you know. And people are like, "Yo, you know," when people mention it, it seems like so long ago. Like I don't really talk about it much because now I'm on to the next thing. Sure, but I'm still proud of it. You know, 
Like, it's not who I am, but it's my art piece. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. With, like, I mean, worldwide it, distribution, like... Yeah. I think it's dope because it's so accessible. Oh, for yeah, sure. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it, even with the food stuff that I have, right? Mm-hmm. I like accessibility. Mind you, I like bougie food, right? I, I think it tastes great. Everybody I does. couldn't tell by yeah, the shorts the- and socks. <laughs> I got ankle socks and I got that. <laughs> Is this a podcast? Yeah, when you open the door, when you open the door today, I thought yeah. you were wearing boxers, dog. I was like, all right, man. This is how these, are, these are my these are my Muay Thai shorts. So I did a Muay, I, I did a Muay Thai session this morning. Right, yeah, I want people to see my right. fucking ball sack. That's basically what I'm saying. <laughs> That's why you're wearing the, the pillow yeah. right now. You know why? Because my outline happens. You know what I mean. <laughs> And I don't want I want people to assume I have a big thing. I don't hey, want people to bring your microscope. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh yeah. Yo, I'm telling you, man. Yeah. That's so fucking fun. Because even my friends are like, yo, those short, shorts are short. Because I do Muay Thai all the time. You know what I mean? So it's great for kicking. Yeah. yeah it's not you, great for other people. Yeah. You yeah. have the movement, man. The, yeah. The, the, uh, the, the ability to kick somebody in the neck. Yeah. Like the lighter your pants are, the easier it is for you to kick somebody. <laughs> <laughs> the more you can see someone's balls, the more yeah. accessible the face kick is. If you meet somebody and you can see their ball sack, they do they do more time. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> yeah. you, you, they'll be able to do more time. I'm dying. Yeah, man. Sorry. Oh fuck. Hey, you know what though, man? We're an hour and thirty minutes in. Yo, usually this podcast is like forty five minutes. Oh, oh really? Shit. Yeah, well, man. Can I promote oh. some shit? Oh, here? that's what we're gonna do before we end. I want you guys to promote all your shit. Okay. okay. Can I just open uh, one of these first? Uh, can we yeah. let's all drink one? Motherfucker, that's gonna get me way drunk, but all right, I'll taste it. <laughs> Wait, it's it's okay. So this is actually really good. Uh, I I came out with a drink in uh, Japan. It's called Kiva, which means fangs in, in fangs in Japanese. Uh, it's energy drink and vodka. Oh um, shit! It's like a four locos, bro. This is a four loco. Are <laughs> yeah, you yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bitch, four loco. Yeah. <laughs> But it actually tastes pretty good, and it's it's probably equivalent to like a IP or something. Okay, yeah. Gombe. Yeah, cheers. Gombe. Yes, yes. Gombe. Okay, that's fucking addictive. That's that's uh, all bad for me. Yeah. I'll, I'll get smashed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> straight Red Bull. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm I'm currently working uh, on a, a installation. Oh, okay, oh shit! You didn't turn the host what didn't the? turn his fucking music off. What is this, man? Keep going. Hey, how's it going? David So, fuck you. (laughs) Keep going. Cuba. Are you in the area? This Hollywood (laughs) motherfucker. He's like... (laughs) Okay, oh, if you're outside, I'll be down there in like 10 minutes. We'll say shit on the podcast right now. (laughs) Can you hear me? Wow. <laughs> do what you gotta do, bro. Yeah. Should we just smoke a cigarette? Can we take the microphones with us to the balcony? Yeah. Okay, I'll see. I'll see you like at. at, at I don't smoke, mom. <laughs> you don't smoke. Oh, okay, are you still trying to hide that shit from your mom? I'm just kidding. Dude, we can yeah. go for another hour. Yeah. Well, no, we, can, hiding cigarettes we can talk for days. I gotta get you guys <laughs> okay. back on again, man. No. Is there seriously someone waiting outside though? There, there. But she, you know, we're at three, so she's ten minutes early. That's all uh, good. Okay. Um. Yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, what am I doing? I'm working on a mural uh, installation right now for a, a a big event called Sneakertopia. Yeah, it's a, a it's going to be a, a sneaker museum starting in L.A. at Culver City. Okay, and I got uh, Belinsky to add some balloons to my my installation, but um, it's just like the history of sneakers and like to, to show off like the sneaker culture and stuff like that. Um, I'm working on that right now, and uh, got some other stuff coming up. But uh, I want to show the sh- the the print I gave you. 
The Bruce Lee fight? Oh, Jeez. yes, yes, yes. Let me, let me. Hold on a second, man. I mean, this is cute. No, this background right here, but uh, I think you need a little bit more. Uh... <laughs> it's a nice, it is a nice, like, background, though. I was commenting on that when we first got here, actually, that that's a cool, like, no, I think it's, it's, graphic. It's very emoji. It's cool. It's cool. You know, it's cool. new. It's cool. Yeah. Very uh, uh, millennial. So, <laughs> yeah. So uh, a few months back, I had a solo sh- exhibition called Odd Man Out, and it was about like us, like us in general, like not feeling feeling uh, in tune with who who we are in the society, you know. And then I, I've never done, I've never done like the Asian perspective thing, you know. Yeah. So like I, I did a giant painting of Bruce Lee, and I called it Chino. Tight. Yeah, you know. So like I I grew up um, hating Bruce Lee. Because oh. like people kept calling me, you know, it was like a race. It was like yeah, 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 yeah. For Asians, uh. they kept calling me like Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, like you know, whatever. And then um, like I hated Bruce Lee. And then when I got older, I realized like how important he was for just Asians in general, right? Like as a uh, as an actor, as yeah. like a, a, a symbol, right? So like I painted a giant Bruce Lee painting, and I didn't want to monetize off of Bruce Lee, like to Shannon Lee and whoever else like yeah. I was trying to make money off of it you know what I mean like I, I just like wanted to show like how he represented us as a culture so um, you know I did a giant painting and I made some t-shirts and I'm uh, gifting David a, a, a awesome. shirt and painting and stuff you know yeah do you have any connections to like like Shannon Lee or anybody no I have no connections to them okay. cause but, like I have a 10 foot Bruce Lee painting I'm not trying to sell I would love to donate it to yeah to some Asian thing somewhere you know what I mean like mm-hmm. so yeah yeah, man, I'm telling you, like, it's weird because people, like, I respect Bruce Lee, but mm-hmm. Bruce Lee wasn't a part of my life because of how I grew up. You know what I mean? Like, I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know, so Bruce Lee wasn't somebody I needed to look up to. I, I knew who Bruce Lee was. I love the kung fu shit, but I feel like a lot of a lot of kids growing up, they're like, yo, Bruce Lee was my idol. Bruce Lee was never my idol. Bruce Lee was somebody that I knew and he was dope. I, I fucked with, like, Sylvester Stallone, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. You know, which is odd. You know what I mean? And people, I think sometimes people feel weird about that. Like, why did you look up to Bruce Lee? Or I looked up to Jackie Chan. Because it was just, I didn't I didn't feel like I was, I had a push that I was Asian. I was, I'm just an Asian guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I wore, look, I wore my Korean flag uh, on my back. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. But I just never shoved it in people's faces. I'm just Korean. That's who I am. That's like the America shit too. Like yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme. And yeah. And Jackie Chan. And, I mean, I watched all that too. But I met Van Damme. I grew up here. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know but what I mean? Be like water, my friend. Yeah. Hey, like, I, did, I didn't grow up with Bruce Lee either. That's yeah. like, he's like 70s. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but still, it resonated, resonated as a racial slur to us. You know what I mean? You know what's fucking funny, too, man? Like, my mind with that, honestly. That's, yeah. That's, that, that whole Bruce Lee concept, too, is like, you know, people hate hate me when I say this shit, but I think Bruce Lee was high all the time. This motherfucker, dude. Is it, is we. Yo, yeah, you want, you want to talk about it? Yo, you, he's in an interview, a serious interview, and they go, like, How's your day? You when you put water into the cup, <laughs> yo Asian hippie, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it becomes the up. cup. You put water into a teapot, becomes the teapot. Be like water, my friend. I'm like this one, uh, yeah, yeah. three hundred, <laughs> yeah. bro. Like, like any human being that's talking to me like that, I'm like motherfucker. What are you on? Yeah, mm. I know he was on edibles for sure, right? He yeah, like, yeah. Respect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, respect. come on. Oh, and they tried to blame it on the weed when he died. Yeah. What? Nah. Wait. What? Hold on. Wait. I don't know. A we single, don't kill. Yeah. <laughs> we don't kill. No. For real? Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's a point where they try to blame whatever uh, marijuana stuff he was taking as the 
the reason why he passed so away. So what was the reason why uh, Bruce Lee actually went? I know his son got shot on mm. a movie set. It didn't happen with him? Overdose. Of Overdose. Drugs. Yeah, but people, you know, they have like their own... Well, Hollywood will fuck you up with that, bro. Y'all, man, fucking Heath Ledger overdose. 100%. A bunch of other people, but I also feel like 100%. he overexerted his body, like, yeah. to the max. Even though he's, like, the pinnacle of what a human can be. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. can still go to the point of, like, death. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know 100%. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, before we sign out... Fucks me up, bro. Shout Sorry. your shit out, homie. Uh, at Balloonski. Balloonski. That's on That's Instagram, it. everything, right? Everything. Balloonski.com. Yeah, man, support. But we really here for Tommy Lim. Now we here for everybody, man. I'm, nah. I'm I'm here to fuck with anybody that's just these are my respect. friends. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, y'all. Well, you could catch us on Spotify, Stitcher, any you know fucking yeah. iTunes podcast. Give us that five star. Leave comments below yep. if you're watching this on YouTube, man. Like I said, this podcast is about anybody and everybody that I fuck with. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like a celebrity that you know about. Like everybody has great stories, man. And I and I and I really appreciate you guys coming on, man. It's probably uh, one of my favorite if, podcasts I've ever done. Hey, man. Thanks for having us. Um, you can you. follow me on Instagram at. Tommy, T-O-M-M-I-I. Two M's, two I's. That's it. How do you spell Balloonski? Two L's, two O's. There you go. Balloonski, (laughs) baby. And if you want to go old school, my website is uglyfresh.com. That's right. You'll see a bunch of his old porn tapes there, dude. (laughs) Bush. All Bush, baby. All right, Joe. We'll see you next time. Thank you.